setups. Whether you love them or hate them, they're one of the most important elements in sim racing. However, so many of us don't have the time to painstakingly tweak every value to create a good setup. Never mind the hours of work required to find game-breaking exploits to make you even quicker. The Coach Dave Academy has created competitive iRacing setups developed by professional sim racers and engineers that are designed to enhance your performance in the most popular sim racing game in the world. Receive new setups for iRacing season car and track combinations every week, giving you the time and pace to be able to focus on racing on the track rather than being sat in pit lane. All of the setups follow real driver feedback and come with MoTeC data and replay files, helping you improve not just your car setups, but also your driving technique. The best part? When you sign up, the first week is free, which means you can test the setups for yourself before committing to a monthly membership. Check them out at coachdaveacademy.com forward slash iRacing. That's coachdaveacademy.com forward slash iRacing. This episode is brought to you by the racing fans at Great Hire HR. Whether you're hiring one employee or 100, Great Hire will let you keep doing what's important, running your business. For more information, visit greathirehr.com. That's greathirehr.com. You've just achieved your greatest accomplishment as a sim racer. Now what? Don't let it become just another stat you never see. Alien Awards is a service run by and for sim racers, creating clearly printed plaques on solid surfaces, something you can display proudly to mark a major victory and show off your team and sponsors. Whether you're an individual driver looking to create a memory or a league owner looking to take your season to the next level, Alien Awards can help. These are quality awards I know because I've won one. There are no setup or design fees and shipping in the U.S. is free. Take your sim racing career to new heights. Visit alienawards.net. That's alienawards.net. Finally, this episode is also brought to you by Bad Weather Brewing Company. Located in St. Paul, Minnesota, Bad Weather Brewing Company serves up craft beers such as the Fog of War Hazy IPA or the Immortal Toast Infused Right Stout. And some of the best designed cans you'll see, by the way. For the tab list and to grab your mug, visit badweatherbrewery.com. Proud sponsor of the Mad Sim Racing TC Sport Sprint Series in 2022. Into the Apex is back on the road in 2022. Beginning with the 60th running of the Rolex 24 Hours of Daytona, we'll be trackside for the WeatherTech Sports Car Championship, FIA World Endurance Championship, GT America, and NTT IndyCar Series. Visiting Sebring, Mid-Ohio, Watkins Glen, VIR, Road Atlanta, and the streets of Nashville. For the full schedule of events, visit IntoTheApex.com. of real and virtual auto sport meets mad sim racing media presents the into the apex podcast And it's into the apex back in the main studio tyler bradley patrick stein bruce perry mr detona is here with us remotely in the studio and jerry isaacs is back with us after it's been a bit uh, since we've had jerry and jerry interestingly enough is uh, simulcasting in his own right because jerry is currently competing in a race on iRacing whilst appearing on the show yeah, it's going to be a little different. It's a it's a league race. It's a fun race, so I'm, it's not too serious. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a shot. And if uh, if it if I can't concentrate or I start stuttering around or you guys get too much noise, just let me know. I'll drop out of the race. So our goal is to distract Jerry to the point that he wrecks or makes a mistake. We'll check in with Jerry in just a moment. Well, we uh, are racing uh, Daytona, so if I wreck, I'm oh. taking the whole field. Oh yeah, even Uh-oh. better, even better. We've got, <laughs> We've got a goal now. I'm sorry, guys. Let's do it a podcast. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Explain that one to your team. <laughs> Somebody just uh, just yell out, car left, car right. Clear, clear <laughs> That'll really mess them up. Wreck it wide. Wreck it wide. We'll do some Actually, visible spot. It would be worse yeah. if you said, go low, go low, quick. <laughs> <laughs> car, car head, car left, car left. 
<laughs> yeah, you may hear you may hear my uh, uh, crew chief in the background, or my spotter rather. Oh yes, uh, Bradley and I still have not taken. Yeah, that we don't step. have crew chief. We don't have it. You know, I I really enjoy crew chief for one main reason. Um, obviously, the the spotter you can get through iRacing, and there's other information. But there's I, I say one reason. There's actually two. One, I can talk and say. Um, uh, change left side tires, change right side tires, fast repair. I can, everything you do with buttons, you can talk to the crew chief and they'll do it, which I really like. Um, and then secondly is like, if you're in a competition in a race, like a road race and you want to know where somebody is, even if it's an oval, you could say, where's P2 and they'll say 10 seconds ahead or whatever. So you can get a lot of information. That's useful. Yeah. I'm just, I'm so afraid to run it. Rob has told me numerous times that it's not going to affect uh, VR or iRacing Christ performance, but with all yeah. like with all the stuff running in the background, and as sensitive as that VR stuff is that I have, uh, I'm, I'm kind of nervous to do it. But I, I need to take the leap and try it out. I should have done it while Rob was here to do B Tech support. Yeah, yeah. Oh, speaking of Rob, uh, you'll, there that was somebody I did not introduce. So Jerry and and Bruce are here tonight uh, in our two open seats. Rob remains in Florida. And no, it was this time. It wasn't because he was stuck there, and the Canadian government would not take him back in the country. That's yet to be seen. <laughs> that that is true. That adventure remains this weekend. Uh, anybody, as you recall, Rob was stuck at uh, Atlanta Hartsfield okay. Airport after Petit Le Mans uh, because his COVID test was not COVID test enough for Air Canada. Uh, so they would not let him back in the country. He had to spend two hundred fifty dollars American on a new COVID test that was a that was more legit. Apparently, you know hardcore COVID test uh, and he had to stick around and live in the airport like terminal man for another day or two uh, before finally getting back to uh, Hobbit Island. Uh, so Rob is riding roller coasters and buying wands at Harry Potter world uh, while the rest of us went back to our regular lives this week. Now is he doing that alone? He has got Mrs. Gregor there with him. Ah, good. Okay. A very nice lady. We got to have dinner with the whole crew uh, the night before we all left uh, Daytona beach and uh, very lovely people. Very lovely people. Yeah, very, very Canadian. Very people. fine people. Yeah, eh? A lot of A's. Yeah, we, we eh. parted ways. It was very sad. It's very like any, sad. Like anything else. It's uh <laughs> it's it's just so sad to have the fellowship break. Makes me think of Lord of the Rings all the time every time. <laughs> I'm in a group. Rings. The fellowship has broken. Uh to me it's more like uh in the end of Harry Potter when they all get on the train and go back home. School's over. Yeah, Harry that Potter. A, world, yeah, right? that's that's a timely reference. With Owls are flying all over the place. Yeah. You know. So, what's he going to do this time if like one of them can go back and the other one cannot? Well, I assume they they have the same COVID test, so they're yeah. either both and in the or same, both out. Same flight too, right? Uh, I would I would assume. Yeah, it's yeah, not like uh, uh, weird things happen. I would I would hope they don't get separated and stuck stuck in Orlando. I, I assume. Which is a hell of a place to be stuck in. So there was the first that we I, we kind of talked on the mini shows uh, in Daytona last week. For Bradley and I, it was the first time in Florida, first time in Orlando, first time around all the stuff to do there. Obviously, we weren't there for the roller coasters and the theme parks, but we get down to Orlando and close to like like out. We stayed in the hotel that's a tower on a pretty high floor, and you look out the window in the morning and you see the castle from Harry Potter. I'm like. Uh, what Daytona 24? What race? I want to go get a wand. God damn it. <laughs> I want to I want to sure perform some wizardry. Some wizardry. Yeah, I'm not here to I'm not here to watch a sports <laughs> did, did you have a robe? Uh there were robes in the robe. Are the capes because, or robes? Uh, if Wizards you look at our social, if you look at our Instagram, uh look whatever, where oh. into the apex.com and yep, click nope. Instagram. I remember seeing Bruce with a robe. Bruce there, yes. Bruce there, had a lot of uh, garments. Bruce had Airbnb. some moments. He did have some moments. They had so they had this place had <laughs> everything. This place had everything. And it had several bathrobes. And then it had, it had a huge wooden walking stick that looked like a wizard staff. So Bruce put on the bathrobe and got the staff, and we turn around, and there Bruce is looking like G Gandalf the Gray. <laughs> you shall not <laughs> pass. Spells. Uh, you and, shall not overtake. You shall yes. not overtake. You Buckle. shall not pass left in turn one. 30-second penalty. Drive through. <laughs> I saw the picture. I thought that was just his normal uh, attire. Well, he, yeah, yeah, that's I was, how he I got over my foot. Once he found that, he didn't change the whole weekend, and it was kind of weird. I it looked like he was tracked that way, yes. Yeah, it looked like he was going to the hot tub. No, Bruce actually oh, did, did not get yeah, in the hot no. tub. 
The rest of us did share. The All hot of tub. us got in the hot tub. Um, right, Patrick. Oh, that right, yeah. 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 Is it that yeah. right, Patrick? They share some sure. DNA, I think. Oh, I think <laughs> I went first on that one. We, we do have a special picture uh, of Patrick that we're not going to post. That will publicly. that will not go on Instagram. Uh, but uh, we did. We no, we didn't share that, Bruce. But we did share an entire bottle of bullet, delicious bullet bourbon, uh, as one should the night before the beginning of the Daytona Twenty Four. Uh, and I can't wait to see what next year has in store for the crew. <laughs> Neither uh, can I. Betty Ford Clinic. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> well, who every everybody that went, I think, is committed to going back. I think it I sounds hope. like. I it. hope it sounds like we got to commit that. Yeah, yeah. Unless something happens to you, Bradley. So how was how was the atmosphere? You know, we went to the eight hour at Indy. Um, not the race itself, but the atmosphere. How was the atmosphere different at the twenty four? It's about thirty percent humidity and uh <laughs> in the bowl is. a little bit cold. A little cold. There's a wind chill. Yeah. There's so uh I mean Compared to Indy, oh, I mean, the grid walk was kind of sparse at Indy, right? I mean, when we were at the eight hours, I think uh, the grid walk, I mean, it was exciting that morning, uh, but I think only people with the passes that we had could get on the grid. So we, we you know, comparatively, we, we could walk to the front and back of the grid, which we did with pretty much pr- with ease during the time frame. Uh, so you were like VIPs at Indy? Well, no, it was like Garage what, what Plus or something. It was Garage Plus or something. Yeah, Nobody that's did. what it was. Not, many, not, a lot, not a lot of people had it, and that was the only way to get to the garage to get access to the grid walk, basically. Paddock Plus. Yep. Paddock Who, Plus. Paddock Plus. What's the point of going to the race like that if you're not going to get that? Well, you should get it. Yeah, exactly. uh, But Petit Le Mans, uh, I think, I mean, pardon my language, but uh, the best term for Petit Le Mans, the grid walk and some of the hype and stuff was elbow to asshole. I think the common man would describe it as such. Uh, It was really tough to get through the grid. Yeah, I mean, Uh, it was really tight in the paddock. Yeah, you couldn't you couldn't do anything. You couldn't really. Daytona was the worst because there, as you're out there, you're you're allowed into the grass and onto the track, which is cool. Don't get me wrong; that was amazing to be on the embankment to get to sign and write on the track itself. Yeah, and walk around the grass. And uh, they kind of, I think they called it, referred to it as the ball field. The ball field, yeah. Um, but then at the same time, they don't give you any instructions, so they've got these ropes up, and you think, oh, the, it's open for the for the grid walk. We get to go right walk up to the cars and look at the, look at the cars again and see members of the crew and some drivers. But no, they wouldn't let you get that close. They're still rolling up the DPIs. Um, so it got kind of confusing there for just a minute. Uh, the crowd, you see a lot of crowd mentality of people. Yeah, like, the mob. They're, yeah, they're, they're uh, done yeah. with this. They want to get close to the cars and then try people trying to push everybody back because it's not they're not finished yeah. rolling DPIs in. It was a little, it was a little a, chaotic. Thing. Yeah, it was a lot of people. Uh, a lot one, of people. One person goes over the rope. Two people go over the rope. Then ten, no pe- more rope. ten people go no over more the rope. rope. There is no more crowd control. That happened for a sec there. It did, yeah. That's what I'm referring to. They, I mean, it they, wasn't. It was kind of confusing. It wasn't what we needed to do. Right. It wasn't a stampede. Like it wasn't news. It wasn't even. Yeah, yeah to People are respectful. You know. Don't get me wrong. I mean, there was a very nice lit staff track staff lady who uh, basically shook her f- finger at everybody, and we all we got back because uh, we it was confusing. Bradley and I stepped over the rope because we thought the rope. They, they dropped it basically, and we thought, okay, the grid, grid, grid walks open. Everybody head out there, and they had backtracked on that. So, I guess that's a way of saying that the atmosphere was uh, packed with people. But, Jerry, I mean, you can imagine uh, you were there, you know what the meaning was to be at Indianapolis, to walk on the track, to, to set foot on the bricks at the start finish line. Uh, you get chills. Same thing here. I mean, getting to walk out on the grass of Daytona, to walk up that the, the coolest thing, Patrick, you could probably support this. Uh, being it was your first time there, just like us, mm-hmm. being able to walk up the trioval banking. It's wow, so yeah. shockingly steep. Yeah, trioval. I mean, I can't even. I don't think I could walk up the the corners at Daytona. Really, the trioval itself was was a hell of a hike. Yeah, it was. It was bad. I I, I did not have a real idea of it until actually I took two steps and I went, "Oh <laughs> crap! Here we go." Yeah. It, it's much steeper than you than it seems, and yeah. I, that's the theme in the sim. I mean, you even in VR, even in VR, yeah, it's not snobs. Yeah, you don't get. I mean, the one of the random cool things that I 
thought when I we stepped onto the track, and then we some people sat on the track, mm-hmm. and uh, I got actually got a picture close up of just like the the asphalt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know why the weirdest thing is I start to want to examine the track up close and touch yeah. it. That's what I first thing I did when I it's walked like a up golf there. Green. Yeah, the first thing I did is I put my hand stroked in, it, and I, I seriously did. Bradley stroked the because track in eye racing it's so smooth, and then you look at it up close and you can see it's like sandpaper. You start to understand how it wears down. I mean, it's just rock combined. Well, with, like, it's like a, just like a road. You, you should have been uh, at still, Indianapolis. You, I noticed that the surface of the front stretch of Indianapolis is graded. Oh, really? It's graded, so there are lines. I didn't even know that. Fine lines that go mm. through it. It's it's not really? smooth at all. From, I didn't know that. Like if you from from the pit wall to the the outside wall, it's like it would be just like yeah. grading. Almost like the like in iRacing. I don't know if, if you guys like an interstate this. with concrete. Yes, at, yes. It's interstate. In iRacing yeah. on the at least in VR, I notice it. Um on the infield portion, you can see that. At Daytona. Yes. At I, Daytona. Yeah, I've seen that as well. Yeah, it shows up. It's kind um, of graded. Yes. Uh but yeah, just to just to touch the surface that you've seen so much on TV since you, we were kids. Meaningful. And in iRacing and just to be able to uh, there's something about it. The same thing with the cars too. You just something you see animated for so many years, and to see it right in front of you and it's tactile, and you can reach out and, and touch well, it. Well, to examine the safer barrier. I've never, yes. I've never, yeah, well, touched yeah. to look at the the foam. And the, yeah. I mean, it's menial, but to get out to have that opportunity, that's that's pretty cool. Do yeah. they do that in the Daytona 500, Patrick? Do they let people out in the ball field there? I don't think. So. I want to say they do. But they open that fin- Do that gate. Yeah, but when they had the concert, right? Pre-race yeah. concert and stuff. Yeah. Like, oh, gotta have passes or something. Yeah. Yeah, it's much more limited though. It's like real VIP. Yeah. Right. right. So you gotta it's something extra that you've got to get. Yeah. Yeah, and it's an arm and a leg and but um yeah, it's it was a hell of an experience to see all that up close. Uh, I mean the whole place. Um so how much of the twenty four hour race were you there? Were you there at three in the morning, two in the morning? No. We were not. So uh, this is what we talked about before. It's, we talked about it on the pre-shows a bit. We talked about it amongst ourselves uh, being, well, besides Bruce being first timers at, at such an event. Uh, and I know Bruce was working on a team years past. So that's a different dynamic to where you pretty much have to do what you got to do. You're stuck. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, being, being leisurely spectators this time, uh, we, we had a lot of pipe dreams. We, our first pipe dream uh, as a crew, uh, the four of us coming from North Carolina, we we did the road trip. First pipe dream was we're gonna wake up. We're we're not we're gonna go Wednesday. Uh, we're gonna stay awake or try to sleep here in North Carolina Wednesday, and we're gonna drive down overnight Thursday night, like from midnight to six a.m. or something, uh, and be ready to go. Take turns sleeping in the car because sure we're we're gonna be able to totally sleep because we'll be so excited. Uh, we thought that was gonna work without us you know dying or wrecking or something. Uh, and we quickly realized that's a bad idea. So that's what we got a hotel in Orlando, drove down all day Wednesday. That was a good idea. So that was the first thing we had to nix. Uh, and then, of course, we wanted to stay up late and wanted to see the fireworks. We kind of lost sight of that. Uh, it was so cold. And everybody, I think the endurance side of it as a spectator was the physicality of it. Uh, talk about a group of tired grown Patrick men. never got tired. No, Patrick. Patrick's full. Patrick's uh, uh, an energy source. We had to tell him to stop. We had to tell Patrick to pump the brakes. We couldn't walk anymore. Slow down. <laughs> stop sprinting. Everywhere. We were like, we need to go eat something, and he's like, no, no food, no, no drink. I'm here. Ha- have for, another. Here have for another this. tofu burger from the for fifteen dollars yes. at the. I'm, uh, I am here for racing. Was he on a racing high? He was on yeah. a racing high. Yeah. He was snorting racing <laughs> fuel and rubber dust. That's what Patrick was doing. They're so full of crap. It's not even funny. <laughs> it was so cold. They got to a certain yeah. point, and I was so hangry. I don't think yeah. we ate till after 9 p.m. Yeah, it was a while. It was late. Everybody, like, uh, you could just see, especially the night of the 24, we ate so late. It was so cold. Uh, you could see it in everybody's eyes as we were going to eat. Like, uh, uh, later in that night, you could just tell everyone was done. Well, you know, I mean, it's uh, it's one of those things when you you're a group, and we became a family, but you're not a family. I mean, you you everybody kind of has different things and that they want to see. Uh, we all kind of set plans, and you think individually, we all say, "This is what I want to see. I want to see the fireworks. I want to ride the Ferris wheel, which never was running. By the way, pissed me off. They the just lights were on because of weather, or 
or why not? I guess. I don't know why, but the Ferris wheel never moved. Nobody was ever on it. It was just there with its pretty lights. That's what? it. What? I know. I had promises to, to pack four men into that Ferris wheel seat. <laughs> we, we were going to have a moment, a goddamn moment, and we didn't get it. So we just got to love I mean, it. It was still pretty, right? That's It's part of the experience. Yeah, it's iconic. But I was disappointed that I didn't get to get on that thing. Quite disappointed. But yeah, we set you set your plans, you set your goals, and there comes a time, like Bradley said, you see it in their eyes, you, you see it in your own eyes, you go look in the mirror, you try to yell at yourself to get some energy, and you're like, and there's a moment where folks are like, yeah, we're not going back. That's it, punching out. Yeah. So we we kind of split up. So Bruce and and the Beemans, uh, the kids and their father. <laughs> <laughs> that one felt like too. Oh, we, okay. we were hey, Bruce, I feel your pain. Yeah. That's what it was like at Indy. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> Just calling me old man, and uh-huh. everybody uh-huh. was saying, "Did you bring your grandkids here to the <laughs> it's race?" So, yeah, it's it's so nice that you How bring nice. your kids to these things. Yeah. I know we like so to with you both. We're walking by, and they're going, "Hey, grandpappy, will you buy me a beer?" And everybody's looking <laughs> at me. <laughs> It's so Bye nice to spend time with each of you. <laughs> Come on, kids. We'll go back to the track for a little while. <laughs> then we Let's gotta go back get to the back trailer. To the house. I'm gonna whip your ass. Doesn't <laughs> <laughs> any of that. Because daddy has a drinking uh, that's problem. Right. That's right. He's got to get right. his, uh, double shots. Uh, <laughs> Tennessee fire. I mean, Bradley kind of was, I mean, Bruce, I knew you, Bruce was all about watching the racing. Um, Bruce. Bruce, Bruce, Bruce. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. Bruce uh, is certainly a race, a, a sports car road racing uh, man, man of the people. Uh, so he soaked in the racing. So he was going to go back. Bradley was eager to go back because yeah. uh, he, I think you were. Well, your conclusion was, was what we would regret it if we didn't see yes, more night racing. Yeah, uh, there is no way we're going to make all this effort to come to the twenty-four hours of Daytona and one of the few races that we ever watched growing up. Probably the only race that raced that much overnight and not seeing the, these cars at night. Um, I mean, I've had occasion. This would be my third time to see them at night. Um, third track. And it's just something special when the lights go out and all the uh, ambient lights come on on the cars, the headlights. It's just, it's a special thing. There's, there's nothing like it. NASCAR racing at night doesn't hold a candle to it, in my opinion. Right. How much can you see? I mean, can you see the entire track or just parts? Daytona, Daytona is so damn lit up. It's not even really a night race, you know. Yeah, it's that's just, yeah. there's too much Lamont. lighting there, in my opinion. But hey, it's all good, you know. So it, it's definitely better than. Uh, uh, or maybe it's not better than say like Sebring where it's so dark and all you see is like headlights. Yeah. You know, um, at least at Daytona, you kind of see who's who. Um, yeah, that is true. It's easier in the sim and it's easier in the real life. I mean, yeah. Petit Le Mans was the other only true dark race. I think we yeah, saw. That's true. And when you get into that final chicane, go over the hill to the start finish line, they have, so they have floodlights there, which they added to the eye racing uh, and the floodlights in real life make that pretty much a well-lit stadium section. Uh, it's definitely reminds me of uh, any type of stadium section of a racetrack, although the yeah. stadium seating is just, you know, bring your own seats. But on the back stretch, I just got hit under yellow. Oh, really? oh, that's really? oh, we're forgetting. Check in with, with, uh, checking live with updates. At, uh, I was, I was just cruising at the back, saving fuel because it's going to be a fuel issue. I was perfectly fine. Wreck ahead of me, missed it, and I got hit under yellow. Like full speed hit, like you're done. No, like a car thought he wanted to go in the pits last minute and just turned into the side of me. No, I think I'm fine. I, uh, but I did get a 4X, so I'm gonna go to the pits. We'll see what happens. You gonna win? Uh, uh, Of course, (laughs) (laughs) we expect nothing less. Nothing less. I am uh P10. But I spent too much time talking to you guys because I was supposed to go ahead of the car in front of me and I didn't, and now I've been. Put in P10. So have you been, have you been racing this whole time? Have you? Been I have been, but oh, it's yeah. Daytona. So and I've been at yeah. the back. So I've I haven't gone three wide. I've only gone two wide and just uh, kind of cruising. The Dale Jarrett strategy. I like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. <laughs> Dale Jarrett worked. We got to see him win that one last time at Talladega. Yeah. So but, uh, so here, here's just thinking about what you were saying about you know seeing the cars at night and everything and and you've seen them at uh, Road Atlanta at night. Right, mm-hmm. obviously you've seen them at Daytona at night, but wouldn't you agree that Daytona at night, like say one, two o'clock in the morning, is different kind of 
it's almost like a mystique. Yeah, kind of, yeah. right? It's it's we like, were out there till what? After one thirty, quarter yeah. of two about because we, we didn't get back to the house until like two o'clock. Yeah, that's so, right. But but seeing him run like that hour in the morning, it, to me, is different than just say you know seeing some cars run around ten o'clock. Right. You know, right. I like agree. there's just something about like, and then knowing at that point those guys still have twelve hours to go. Yes, I remember you looking. Know? We were walking through the pits at that late hour, and we were they had the Rolex clock there. Uh, they had a bunch of those intermittently throughout the the track, and we and they see the main one in the pits is the digital clock countdown clock and it's at like 12 and some change and you're sitting there it's freezing cold and we know that we're probably we're going to go get warmed up soon but these guys are still out here mm-hmm. uh we we walk through the pits uh at some point and you kind of glance into the uh different encampments and they were really well set up uh, basically everybody was in their own little building made out of a tent and and team members are covered up in blankets and they're in those kind of reclining easy chair things that are like mobile kind of catching some sleep, but still suited up and ready to move at a moment's notice. Uh, it's, it's crazy. I mean, we're walking out of the track, Robbie Foley from Turner standing there near the driver's RV section. As we walk out talking to some other drivers, um, you know, cars, the Turner BMW was in the garage at the time. We, we got eyes on that. The crucial McLaren, we got eyes on that. Um, what about the crowd? Was were there crowd? Were they yeah, sleeping so, in the stands? So I, I didn't Not see anybody. I, in the, I would I wouldn't advise in the stands uh, oh. that late because it was too cold yeah. to do that. I was gonna say but it's too cold. Here's oh, okay. past yeah. I see people sleeping in the stands. Yeah, yeah. yeah I could, but you would do it. it. It was an interesting yeah. mix of the the Nighthawks, the people that were that into it that roam around. I mean, there was still there was a small crowd of people in the pits, um, checking out what cars were out and being repaired, like the Turner one. Um, I mean, there's just it's the night people, or it's the yeah. people that is are it, staying. Is it at the, the drunk partiers that really aren't there for the race? There was or a concert the, going on in the you know fan zone. That's probably where they were. Or uh, karaoke. Okay, it was karaoke. Or the campgrounds. I would say. Well, the campgrounds. Yeah, there's a lot yeah. of stuff out there. I mean, the party's probably in the campgrounds in the overnight, right? Bruce could probably yeah. attest to that. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of cool if you can get the camping spot right alongside the track you know you can have your campfire you can party you can watch the race go on so we're doing yeah. next year right uh-huh. so i came i came out of the pits uh p5 there you go he's gonna win this race how many laps you got to go uh you're gonna make me do math live on the spot 57 57 oh to go how long is this damn race you're gonna be 70 done. laps holy oh, hell so you only got Wait a minute. <laughs> For I got, I got, laps. I got a lot doing all this time. left than you've got podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, you're not going to finish this race before we're done. No, you're no gonna it'll have to be a post-race report. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I mean, yeah, Daytona was something else. Uh, watching the battle between the two Porsches uh, <laughs> there in the GTD Pro, hell of a battle. Yeah, that was so worth that. Hell of a battle. That was awesome. I'll tell you what, the what? TV didn't do it justice. I don't know. No. Watched it. What was the crowd like that last lap? Oh, it was. I mean, people were wide. People knew what was going. So that last yeah. caution, uh, that last restart, everybody was. Con- everybody's eyes really were on the two Acuras. Uh, our group, we were kind of focused on Elio. Uh, the you know, I got to watch Elio. You and I got to watch Elio win the Indy Five Hundred, uh, and uh, it's like. Here he is again. Is he going to put on another show for me? It's kind of how I felt. And it, it wasn't a close race. He kind of started to pull away from Ricky Taylor. Uh, and then everybody, we kind of got away from that. We knew if we got another full course yellow, that that overall uh, win race was going to be intense. Otherwise, it, it was obvious watching uh, them go around that uh, the Meyer Shank was better, was better off. It was going to happen if it stayed green. So then, all, I mean, everybody starts noticing and you... It's so loud, it's so big, but where we were sitting for the start and for the end. If you go to da- if you go to Daytona for Daytona Road for the Rolex and you've not been or you've never sat here, uh, I, I mean, it's no breaking news for those that have been going. Uh, but we set camp uh, for for good viewing uh, of the whole race uh, to to take in the actual competition. Uh, turn the high up stands three hundred section. Uh, where turn one of road course and turn six of road course. From there, you really can see you're so high up and so well-placed, you can really see every piece of the track with your own eyes. The bus stop's a little tough. There's a big screen there, so you can watch everything, though, on the TV if you miss something. 
and if you had binoculars, and I know Jerry, you're a binocular man. You had some at Indy. Uh, yeah. You can use the you can use the binoculars to great effect. Uh, it was a better overall track view than we had at Indy in the high section uh, because of the pagoda and all that you can't really see. Uh, so, to uh, the, something the size of Daytona Road, if you want to take in, I mean that Porsche battle, we were able to follow it with our eyes around the whole track, and that was cool uh, to be up there the last hour of the race, uh, actually physically taking it in, visually taking it in. You're not sitting at just a sliver of the road course waiting for the cars to come around to your sliver and then they're out of sight again and you're just waiting. You don't know you know, how the battle's going the rest of the way around the course. It's kind of part of it with something like Mid-Ohio's like that uh, and other places, VIR. But in this case, it's it's a great place to end the race, to start the race and end the race in that part of the grandstands. It's one of the things a lot of my oval racing buddies say when I try to get them to go to a road race. It's like, oh, you can't see the whole track. Well, yeah, that's kind of part of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Daytona, you, kind of you can have best of both worlds. Yeah, yeah, you kind of accept it. I mean, I've, I have kind of made the practice as a spectator. So at Mid-Ohio, I typically uh, will go to turn one, which is you can't see, you can hear them coming, but you can't see anything to the left of the Honda Bridge. You can't, you can only see pit exit uh, and you can see them come around. They go around the, the keyhole up there and then they reappear down the long straight. Uh, and I found for IndyCar and IMSA and all that, uh, that when they're not in sight, you just listen to the, the broadcast radio, you listen to IMSA radio, and you take a few drinks till they come around again. Uh, that was my pre- <laughs> that was my pro tip for a place like Mid-Ohio. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I kind of – sometimes I think it's kind of cool to walk around and, like, you see the cars come by once, and then you know somewhere on the track, Mm-hmm. there was a battle because they come by next time and like positions yep. have changed you know it's, it's, it's just kind of cool well, that's, that's also cool. where bradley and i go back and watch like we're working our way through now the uh the tv broadcast yeah. of the 24 piecing yeah. it together where was i when this happened yeah, yeah we, i did the same thing i did watch it yep that was cool yeah. you take it all in and it just makes you love it more it really does I mean, yeah. you watch it and it's like god i god i love this yeah stuff. it's the, it's you love it and then with to tie it into sim racing like we've said many times it's the shot in the arm like rob is in orlando right now and he's having the time of his life in harry potter world but he's not, yeah but he's also messaging saying god i can't wait to get he back can't to my wait sim he cannot wait to get yeah. back to it sim puts rig. it really puts the love back yeah. you know not that we ever lost love but it it Hypes you on. Yeah. yeah, he he can't it, wait yeah. to get away from Mrs. Gregoire <laughs> <laughs> and get back to the to driving his race car. So all he yeah. wants to do is drive his race car. But I mean give, know, him, give him some space for Christ. He'd sake. rather play with the boys, you're saying? Yeah. What? Well, rather play <laughs> he, with he had a week car. with the boys. Yeah, he, he had, had a week with the boys. He had time with the bros. But, Next time but hot time. Yeah, but in all seriousness, I there's something about going to the real track especially a new track and then the races and having all these cars that we sim race, you just, I start to look for like the meta. I don't know if that's the right word, but the meta in my, is what you don't I have feel to, you like. have to expound on that like, a little bit. I, I start looking at the small meta, things that, yeah, small things that I don't see on the, that doesn't come across on a broadcast, like really stay, sitting there, like the lowest seats that you can get right at the breaking point in turn one at Daytona and watching getting a real sense of how fast they fly into there and how quickly they come to a, a passable speed to go through that corner. And then I come back here and jump into the LMP1 or LMP2 and tr- just do that again in V, especially in VR. I know I don't, I know. All right, yeah. Jump in and, and just really get a, a feel for, wow, that's how that, that feel looks in real life. And then Chill, I, do you get yeah. chills down your spine? It it does. I'm, I'm so talented. It it I, I it's, it's I may be going out on a limb here, but I'll let it, you. I'll let you go. I, you know I'm out. an emer, I'm an emergent snob. Just going out on it. I I really feel like I, I it adds to the experience and in sim racing because I can I take that feeling of what I saw and then I I remember it when I'm racing a VR or I'm sim racing. It really doesn't have to be VR, <laughs> and I, it just sticks with me. There's <laughs> things about it that stick with me. You can laugh all you damn want. <laughs> I'm just listening to you talk. Do you have a racing suit yet? Do you have your own oh, racing yeah. suit? I'm just listening to you. Uh, the people know what I mean. I'm listening to you talk about the, <laughs> the meta. The meta. The, the meta. The metaphor. The meta. Bradley, Bradley is is peak waxing poetic right now. <laughs> oh, you said it. He is writing poetry with his mouth. It, it, 
But I, I'm serious. <laughs> he is. He is. He has a twinkle in his eye. It, as he says it really. You start looking at small things, and that's what I've said. I've done. I mean, that's what that's what you do when you go to these things in real life. Bradley you know, used to looking at small things. Privately, yeah. Bradley's or Jerry's driving a race car. I'm just gonna one. punch out. Don't no three wide. No, you were moved to tears. I was by what you saw. Not to tears. A late breaking LMP. Yeah, changed your life. That's what you're trying to tell me. Well, the same thing in particular. The like I've said before, the LMP one in iRacing is the closest thing we have to a DPI as far as performance. Oh yeah, what did you so say I that tested. on the show? Yes, I tested. So I commented after the petite wrap-up show that I was shocked and amazed at how deep the DPIs could break. Really, all of the cars, they broke much deeper than we do in iRacing at, at uh, Road Atlanta down the hill on the straightaway. Yeah, like at the one yes. sign. And so I, it wasn't as different here at Daytona, but if you go into an, get into an LMP1 and your brakes calibrated right and everything with the load cell, um, you can get it real close to what, what what we saw in real life, but you don't. I mean, you don't drive LMP ones competitively. That we, uh, I certainly you, don't. You do kill I? people. Murder, murder. You're a I'm, murderer. I'm on uh, lifetime parole in LMP ones. I have to be murderer. on. I have to be on supervised release. Bruce has to watch me anytime I'm in That's LMP one. Murder. I have to check that car out of the Madison Racing Garage. <laughs> Just sign, sign it out. And sign out. Supervisor. <laughs> Must have a supervisor at all times. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, that's that car uh, with its braking and its power, um, as close. I mean, obviously, that's what that's saying. It's as close as we have to the DPI so far. And I, I truly suspect, and would be really shocked and disappointed if we don't have by this time next year, before next year's twenty four, uh, a hypercar. I, yeah, if yeah, we don't I have one, were... iRacing's dropped the ball with all of the manufacturers involved. With all of them, there yeah, should be yeah. a contract already hammered out. Yeah, let's slide into sim racing talk now from the Daytona experience and, and continuing on that uh, topic. I think we've kind of jumped to that before here in the later shows, but uh, you're right. So much manufacturer excitement for, for those cars. Uh, you got to get, we got to get at least one. Uh, if we could only get just one, which one do you think we would get? Uh, it'd be the Porsche or the, if there's Porsche or BMW, those are the two big heavy hitters. Yeah, and I, I think that's a good, good yeah. take on it. Um, do you think with this type of, so we got the, in my racing, we got the BMW GT three well before it came out in real life. Do you think that they would consider this, this kind of car, this kind of top tier overall race winner contender to be too much of a big project or a big thing to give it to iRacing to release first? Do you think here's something they would sit on and wait kind of like maybe the F1? What do you think know. of that? Or, or do you have no opinion on that matter? <laughs> I, nobody knows. That's, we know. don't know. Yeah, I, don't know. I race uh, so unpredictable. We, we cannot make a guess. Yeah. Tony, Tony Garner? Got any thoughts? Yeah. I would like to get it before you know the public gets it, but uh, I, I, yeah, I don't know. Something tells me it might be too, good, too big of a project for iRacing to get it and for us to get it. Like we Because the BMW gt3 that we have now that we finally saw uh at the 24 it's almost old hat because we'd been racing it in the sim and looking at it in the sim for over a year at that point that's a lot hell of a long time to to have the car come into into the virtual world into some kind of world uh so i don't know because by that logic we could get one of those cars bradley anytime now in fact hey this is a huge stretch uh Somebody involved with iRacing marketing put on Twitter today, uh, and today is the fourth of February. Uh, are the something I'm going to paraphrase? Uh, it's not in front of me. It's it was something like, "Are, are my iRacing people or are the iRacing people ready for some news?" And that's it. That was his tweet. Well, that could be a lot of things. That could be a lot of things, but it's got to be something. Rains on the horizon. I don't think somewhere. No, every everybody we we get excited about rain, but but in conversations in the sim racing communities uh, including our own every time you bring up rain i think the level-headed among us are saying it's gonna it's gonna be a while still it's gonna be a while yet yeah. everybody got their uh, pants wet over the possibility of rain unexpectedly in the daytona 24 that was i don't know what the hell that was all about but uh we tried we tried to get well, patrick showed up in his raincoat to the virtual <laughs> 24 he brought his bathing suit he's ready yep. to go banana hammock 
He's ready to go. That's right. <laughs> TJ Maxx, all the best that money could we buy. Can check out all your tattoos. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, I, I was almost gonna, about to get a tramp stamp down in Daytona, too. What, what did Rob call it? A Tallahassee license plate? That's you should get one of the, uh, the Ferris wheels. Did, did, did Rob not say that? I don't. Yeah, maybe. He yeah, that's, it what Rob said. that's what Rob called it. Plate. Yeah. Get salt we, life. We on were there. all gonna get the. Uh, we were all gonna get salt life. Salt life on your <laughs> lower back. Yeah. And then we got to wear matching um, fishing shirts from uh, what it was the company that makes those. Uh, the Vince in the Christ, back. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but could be uh, that guy. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Bathurst coming up. Well, wait a minute. Bathurst Before you well. transition, I, I'm gonna kind of merge the the real and yeah uh, uh, virtual because it made me think of something. So when you were at Daytona, did you see a car that you liked so much that you wanted to go home and put that paint scheme on one of your iRacing cars? Because <sighs> when we went to Indy, I remember the Sunburst, uh, Sun Energy yeah. Mercedes. I liked so much that when I came home, I looked on Trading Paints, tried to find a, uh, a Sun Energy Mercedes paint. So Ew, I didn't like that car. <laughs> was there because yeah. they got there. wrecked. You mean the blue hubcap got wrecked? Do it for me. Like, but if you're maybe doing a new wrap on it. No, Jerry. Jerry likes colored hubcaps. I do. He does. Does yeah, he? he's a fan. But yeah, that's uh, Kenny Habul. He's the yeah. driver and slash the money owner of Sun Energy. Huh. He's based out of Charlotte. Yeah, he's but, but I just wonder: am I am I alone in that? That I mean, there was a car I liked and no. wanted to find the paint. I liked. Uh, I mean, well, the the, the Magnus Aston. Yeah. If not we that, had not that we have an Aston and I obviously but. they always are nice, but I, I like the, I mean, it's similar to the GT, the GTLMs, but the Ray Hall Letterman Lanigan BMWs are always two of the sharpest yeah, I'd agree. alternate schemes on the track. I would agree. And, uh, I mean, they look good. They didn't do as well, but they look good. The, I mean, everybody loves the Faf Porsche is a fan favorite. So that goes like the, the Vassar Sullivan. Like yes, I do like the the meat, yeah. kind of the neon and black and the honeycomb. Yeah. Uh, those are very cool. I'll tell you what, you could not miss uh, the LMP to Dragon Speed. Of, uh, Dragon Speed. Uh, That's true. And, and that. That, that was yeah, that was hot. Very easy. That was an Andy Blackmore design, by the way. Just like Turner, uh, Magnus, uh, several cars out there. Andy Blackmore designed. Uh, so yeah, but but yeah, I mean. The liveries were good. Uh, Meyer Shank had a slightly different one. I read somewhere somebody didn't like it. People were crapping all over it, but I thought it was nice. It looks, I mean, it's very similar. Stands yeah, out. Yeah, I, I like yeah. it. Um, even Jimmy Johnson's team. Yeah, that car is pretty sure. Yeah, the Ally. Yeah, the Ally. Yeah. Really, really the same livery they had last year. It is. Yeah, but the ones fine. I'll tell you, the ones that don't stand out, the two. Uh, Ganassi Cadillacs. There's, they're just so no, blank. They're so no, blank. No, I, just, I don't know. I kind of like the that black one. The, the, Other than the, the maroon where, black. Where, are the, where are the sponsors on those cars? Cadillac. That's it. Cadillac. They don't need anything more. I don't. Well, I, the, Ganassi. The there, I, when, when I hear Ganassi, when I hear Ganassi and Imza and Daytona, Target, I think of the Target Telmax. Those days cars. are long over. Yeah, those, I, yeah. I know, but those, those are the prime days. Those of days us are long over. I loved watching Scott Pruitt and Mimo Rojas in those cars. It's a family at home. Yeah, you're not in high school anymore, Bradley. Get over it. I really want it's to be over. I really want to be Bruno's Porsche. Yeah, don't don't ruin my dreams. I yeah. want Patrick Dempsey in the car. It's done. It's over. TRG with six entries or whatever they had back then. Yeah, I know. I know the era. We've, oh yeah, I was going back. We've been watching we, yeah, for a long time. When we got back, I've been watching uh, nostalgic Daytona 24 videos from 2008. But but yeah, I disagree. I agree with you, uh, Bruce and Patrick. There, I, uh, the. I got some a really good photo and many video of the uh, Ganassi. Was it the O2? Whichever one. It was the maroon and black. That thing was sharp. That maroon and black and the Cadillac logo on the on the fin. Uh, that thing was that thing was good. I think they nailed both of those cars this year. Yeah, the Cadillac they had last year for the O1 was that was yeah. ugh. I like yeah, just can't, like can't, can't, sound. can't yeah. beat the sound of the Cadillac. The no, it, it does sound awesome. It's amazing. It amazing. Good. Uh, you can tell that we were playing golf on Thursday, um, and and could hear we were so close to the track at the golf course that you could hear the roar of the practices and the Mazda race and so on, and uh, we were able to pick out the Cadillac based on the sound from three miles away from the track or whatever it was, two miles. It was really close, uh, but 
able to tell what's what. We could tell what was a Mazda. We could tell where the TC cars. Uh, so that's how's that for a, a deep dive into all that. But virtual Daytona, we come off. I mean, this is a whirlwind because we come off a of virtual Daytona 24, go to the real one. That's kind of what we dreamed of and what we wanted. But I think we were all so exhausted at the end of all this that it's what we wanted, but we were exhausted and we're only just recovering. Uh, and for the sim racing side of things, uh, even if you didn't go to the Daytona 24, the real one, uh, if you're in, if you compete in any in all of the endurance events and you don't make it a point to not miss one, uh, you kind of get shorthanded unless you're just so good. Because uh, I'll say that I do, we do. Because uh, the like I started to say, Bathurst 12 is coming up next weekend, and it's so you spend so much time prepping for the Daytona 24 from November, you know, December, hardcore January, uh, and and then boom, there's the race. And then before you know it, just some weeks later, Bathurst 12, special event at a terribly difficult track. And as always, as it was last year, uh, I feel I'm not ready for this race. <laughs> I kind of right there with you. <laughs> no, yeah, you, you yeah. Well, we got a week. We got a week. We're not, we're not ready. Nobody is anybody ready other than people that really love this track and maybe are really well prepared for it. I don't think. I don't know. I was, I was running a little bit of practice tonight and looks like there's quite a few people that are prepared for it. So oh, that makes yeah, there's really a lot good. of, yeah, there's a lot of so fast good. guys out there. So I'm just showing up. Hey. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm ready for the, the lower elevation portions of the track. It's almost too easy. <laughs> that track is like two different worlds in the lower part. It's, it's so uncomplicated. So uh, but, I will tell you one thing though. I I've, I, I we've run league races at that track and I've always struggled with the track and um, I'm sure a lot of it's just my lack of skill, but um, they were having a practice. Our team was getting ready for the 12 and I took the Ferrari up there and I fell in love. I mean, it was fun. It, you know, you could feel it, lose it and you could save it, which I could never do in the other cars. So I don't know how much of it is car and how much of it is maybe I've improved my driving, but if you haven't drive the Ferrari there, it is fantastic. I I'm hearing this about the so we heard that all the people I race with, I heard it for Daytona, they chose the Ferrari and now this. I feel like everybody I race with on the road courses and endurance races, everybody's going over to Team Ferrari all of a sudden. You know, the thing is, um, it, it may not be the fastest car, but it's very stable. And if you start to, the rear end starts to kick out, you can save it. So it's very controllable. It's kind of like, you you know how they have those, uh, uh, I'll call it fantasy things, supercar fantasy things. You can go do five laps at a track mm. in a supercar for 200 bucks or whatever. I, I had the pleasure of doing that. I've driven um, a Porsche, a, a Lamborghini, and a GTR, Nissan GTR. And it was funny because the GTR was almost boring. In the Porsche, in the Ferrari, you're going down when you hit the high-speed straights. You can't even talk to the co-driver. You couldn't hear each other. You know, those cars have what I call soul, and the GTR had no soul. It was point and shoot. You, Wherever you told it to do, it did it. It did it boring. It did it. Everybody pit but me because I wasn't paying attention to my race. Oops. Um, <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm now going off the Daytona by myself. Anyways, um, the, the GTR was just, I mean, it was like driving a Sunday, you know, a Sunday drive. You're, you're going down the speed at a hundred and some odd miles, uh, down the stretch at a hundred and some odd miles an hour. And it doesn't even feel like it. You look over at the guy next to you and you're having a conversation. But when you're done, you're a second a lap faster than the Porsche or the Ferrari or whatever. The GTR doesn't have any soul, but it's an incredible car. The Ferrari reminds me of that. It's not Always. probably a driver's car. It doesn't have a lot of soul, but it is just fast. You just that, then you just made my point. It's a soulless car. I agree. It doesn't. It does not get me fired up to drive it in the sim. Yep. No, it is it's flat. But I tried to BMW again this year. That's what we won with last year. So I got out there, practiced it, and I'm like, eh, it's about the same as I remember last year, and. <laughs> You know, I said, let me try the Ferrari. Um, and yeah, the, the, the Ferrari, I feel like I can make the car do what I want it to do. 
Whereas the BMW, the car just sort of does what it wants to do. I, I just, yeah. you know, I mean, to drive it fast. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm, I think our team's going to go to the Ferrari camp for this race. Oh, so boy. we'll see what happens. A bunch of soulless people. Pretty much. I, I, I mean, like the Lamborghini and the Porsche. And I, I hear all the time from people uh, that the Porsche is, feels like they don't like the whistle or the scream. I want my car to scream at me. I want it to scream. It doesn't scream. It, I want it makes a sewing machine noise. It whines. Sewing, I don't get that. It like, whines. Porsche is my favorite. I don't listen to sewing machines all day, every day, but it, I don't I don't get the sewing machine reference. I don't. Do I? I don't. Apparently, you guys have machine? the wrong hobby. Do, do you Apparently. sew all the time, Jerry? Do you, do you have a sewing machine? No, I don't. But <laughs> I want to watch... You're going to have me watching ASMR videos of people sewing. There you go. Figure it out. Like a Porsche. Because you do that. You go to YouTube, find one, because you close your eyes. It sounds like a Porsche. I, I, I'm going to try it because I don't believe that's going to be true. But I'm willing to take the challenge to find out if it's a sewing machine. I just want my car to... Oh, Bradley, Bradley's working on it now. Bradley, get to work on the sound. Uh, well, we're well, going to see what a sewing machine sounds like. Oh, he's looking for that. Can I just tell you a little quick funny yeah, story? Speaking of do. sewing and stuff. So, yeah. um, like my stepmother was a seamstress. And on, on <laughs> her car. Yes. On her car, she had a bumper sticker. Said, uh, she who dies with the most fabric wins. <laughs> so, yeah, we're getting ready to go to Watts <laughs> Glen, my brother and I. And just like maybe a few days before he wrecked his car and we're like, all right, we got to borrow a car and hers was available. <laughs> so there we are heading to Watkins Glen with the bumper sticker. You know, we're camped out in the infield, two guys, right? <laughs> he who dies in the most fabric wins. <laughs> it was, were you wearing your robe? Uh, you know, I wish I had it. That probably would have been more apropos. But no, no I, I, did, I didn't have my robe, so. Uh, <laughs> Bruce, Bruce, and Jerry seamstresses. Apparently, Jerry is a seamstress. Bradley, any luck on the uh, sewing machine in audio? Doesn't really sound like it. When you, there, there. When you speed it up. I, I now, I, I admit the clunk, again, clunk, play, play the clunk, clunk. No, but listen to the background let's, let's hear. Let's hear the whistle again. There's kind of a whistle in there. You got it. Listen, everybody, listen. That is what the turbo on the okay. sounds like. Wait, 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 you wait. take out the clunk, 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 yes, clunk, clunk. take out the clunk. Wine. Okay, I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that a little bit. That's a Porsche low on oil. But the Porsche low <laughs> I mean, the Porsche, uh, like the 992, the cup, the new cup car, it, it's screen. It's a shriller. All right, here's another one. Oh, this is the Porsche. That's this is the, not a sewing machine. This is the Porsche. The hair dryer. Let's listen. Yeah, that sounds like a hair dryer. Right, let's, let's hear it. Let's listen to this. Yeah. I mean, it's still it's the port. The car still sounds better than the damn seamstress. I just machine. liked it. I, I like the yeah. sound when it breaks. There's something about it I like. <laughs> now I will give you in in real life the Porsche does sound pretty badass. Yeah, the exhaust sound. I'll, I'll give you that too. The exhaust sounds twenty thousand times better than in car. Porsche Carrera Cup. Absolutely. Person. Oh yeah, fantastic. Oh, yeah. yeah. At Lamborghini and the Sim, I feel powerful. I feel like I'm driving a real car. If I if I have it cranked up with the Lamborghini and I upshift, uh, I've said that many times. But uh, do you have to flex before you get in and drive the Lambo? <laughs> I flex my fingers. For the uh, shifter paddles. Oh, you're gonna have to tell us about your new sore thumbs. Yeah. Uh, so I yes, I have the new equipment. I have the D CSL DD and a formula wheel, and uh, I was trying to get physically uh, acclimated to it. And uh, as I told Jerry, my thumbs were getting sore uh, because you put your thumbs through the little top, and I, I guess I was squeezing too hard or something. And I'm like, I'm I need little thumb bells. To do thumb workout, you don't do anything with your thumbs. I guess I will, you hold I, on. I was doing but... something. Maybe I was death gripping. Oh, we got more car sounds. Bradley? Something's going on there. Indy car. Now we're just having race Indy car, car. sound porn. Is it name that tune? Name that car. Indy car. Oh yeah, sure. We should play that game. 
We should play that game of what is. I mean, it's too easy for all of us, though, and for everybody listening. I mean, you know what every course sounds like. Do you though? I think you do. I think you just type in you type in a car, Bradley. All right, we'll do it. Play okay. (laughs) Bradley will test. Bradley will do a little test. I guarantee you, you're not gonna you're not gonna catch anybody out. The only tricky part of that is the Audi and the Lamborghini kind of sound similar, and I think the Aston Martin and the Mercedes. Uh, yeah, I have uh, no clue. Yeah, I don't have a clue. Acura? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> I didn't think anybody would know the Acura because I, I don't know that I could pick I that one I could listen to the Acura and it's got a deep sound like that. Yeah. 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 Now, now Aston and uh, Mercedes, it'd be very hard to distinguish the two because they're very, very similar. Yeah, they're close and Lamborghini and Audi are close. Yeah. You thought you were going to stump me there. I did. You? I really Bastard. did. You really thought you I did. You I was looking up at Patrick one. and the look of confusion on his face. I got, like, I got it. I got this. I know what they all sound like. Do you? I know what they you all mean sound like. The sound of that backfire of a Corvette. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When, the, the downshift. Crack the yeah. The, the, the crack. Yes. I would describe the downshifts as punching. It's yeah, like they're just punching through right the, the chest. Oh, yeah. Patrick's excited. I love that. the sound. And, and I mean, we're just drooling all over ourselves now at this point uh we're we're we need napkins for our seat at this state uh but the nothing better than the downshift of indy nothing better than downshift indy cars at a road course oh beautiful we need to hear the downshift of formula one cars that's that's all we lack that's all we lack at this stage rob's gonna get it at Circuit to Gilles Villeneuve. Villeneuve. Not Giles Villeneuve. <laughs> Giles well. Villeneuve. <laughs> oh, God. Is that the Spanish Grand Prix? Yeah. It is, yes. Yeah. Yes, it's the uh, Grand Prix of... Uh, Villeneuve. Villeneuve. Yeah. Villeneuve. It's, it's wherever Indiana Jones found the crystal skull. <laughs> found it in Gilles Villeneuve. Gilles Villeneuve. Yeah. Uh, there were Nazis there. We don't know why. I don't know why. Oh God! Uh, well, Rob, Rob's out there in the world. Uh, he may become an honorary American. We don't know if Rob will find his way. We're back pushing our week. way. We're pushing Rob that direction. We're trying to get him to, to come here. We're trying to get it to happen. Uh, but we don't know if he'll make it. We hope he'll make it back to his we country. Don't, yes, we do. We know he'll make it. We 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 hope he makes. It He's to his listening country. to this, Rob. The flight will be fine. It won't crash. Nothing. Won't, I hope you're right? not listening to this while you're flying. Rob. It, it won't. I, you know, planes do crash all they the do. time, but not yours. Well, Patrick's, yours Patrick's, it. nothing happened to Patrick's. Planes don't crash yeah. all the time. They, they crash, Jerry, just not the one. <laughs> no, I understand they crash, but not all the time. The well, little ones do. They don't talk about it, the Jerry, small but it happens. Do. They don't, they, yeah, Only the if they have, happen. like, band members on them. Well, you know, well, you know the five G thing is going to yeah, mess 5G, them all up. Yeah, five G. Yeah. Forget, forget an ILS landing. Yeah, if you right. got, if you got fog, you might as well just. Only okay. somebody that plays. Okay. Only somebody that got on flight simulator the night before the virtual Daytona twenty four and, and flew from yes. Eastern North Carolina to Daytona International. Yes, and landed in order to go to sleep and wake up and do the virtual twenty four as if he had flown there. Yes, himself. Yes. Only somebody that did that. Yes. Would, would say the words that you just said as if it was coherent and understandable. And yet he could fly private jet. Nice. I did. I flew a private Bradley, jet. Bradley flew on his flight simulator the night, late night. Like we, we, he should have gone to sleep because it was an early morning. But he's what, in there flying a pretend what, airplane. What plane did you fly? Uh, the uh, little Learjet private jet. What was the tail number? I don't know. It was just generated. Okay. <laughs> what plane did you use? Who was your sponsor? Uh, did, did you, some racing paid did, for did you it, have so air yeah. control? Did you call it in? No, I didn't call it in. Oh, do you have like shame multi play? Do you have like live yeah. traffic controllers? He does, yeah, there's not there, traffic. but uh, I so I flew with uh, Chris Cable who runs with the uh, right runs with our he team. Won. Um, yeah, I uh, got us a Daytona win. Um, so me and him flew out. He did do that. Uh, he called out because he's an actual pilot. Um, he f- called out, uh, to flight to air traffic control, but I think he just did it for himself. I don't think anybody was listening. So, uh, so he, just like there are virtual pilots, there's not like virtual air traffic controllers. No. It, not that I know of. Nobody's no. got, nobody yeah. leads that sad of a life on a Friday night. Yeah. I, I would, I hope not. <laughs> the sad thing is Jerry, Jerry, 
Bravo. I, I understand that that dig. Yes. Jerry, the sad thing is, if that, if such a thing existed, I'd be all over that. Rally would do it. He'd sign up. Go I'm, I'm, I'm total. Like I said, I'm a snob for realism. Are okay, you, so you, you ever want to know? Okay, this is a true story. When I was, um, I think I was about 11 years old. My, well, I don't know how many details we want to go into here, but please um, give us the details. Tell us okay. My dad. Is this a creepy before, uncle story? Or? I know. No, no, no. <laughs> My dad's fourth ex-wife's husband. Good God. Um, I was staying with them and he was an air traffic controller at LAX, Los Angeles International. And I got to go to work with him one day and call in planes to LAX. At 11? How many crashes were there, Jerry? None. I knew. I I mean, I just said what he told me. Obviously, I didn't know what the hell I was doing, but I. Uh, You can come into this runway. Uh, You can go to that jet port. Yeah. 20 people died that day, Jerry. <laughs> uh, remember them. Bradley would be beside himself. He would, yeah, he would wet himself over but that. But anyway, I don't know. Were you done with your story, Jerry? I, I'm done with my story. But if you ever want to like talk to somebody about what it's like, I'll hook you up. I can, I can uh, put you guys on the phone together. Oh, oh wow! That's See, I, I love, I, I love aviation. I like aviation. Aviation, yes. I, th- I th- honestly think if I didn't do what I do for a living, I would want to work at a major airport just just to be there. I love I like loading the, baggage. Well, no, maybe not that. I like the ambiance <laughs> of. The, I'm probably the only one here. The, wait, wait. You like? I'm, the, it's probably because I've like not the flown. What? I've not flown enough, but did I, I like. Um, did you say ambiance? I like the ambiance of the airport. Is that really to the meta? meta? Yes. And, and you've never been to Newark or JFK. I've been to the right airport. No, 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 no. Homeless people and shit. Since no. we're going to go down this hole, no, we're not going down. Everything we'll, smells we'll, like we'll, urine. We'll make a shallow grave here. <laughs> this is going to be a shallow grave and, and we'll put the dirt over it soon. But uh, Bradley watches live video feed of LAX airport where pe- two guys, two brothers commentate the video and people to give them tips on YouTube. They it's do it all day. Feet. They do it all day, every day. So live doing from where? Right? From yeah. up on the hill, just like they're yeah. yeah. camera. They, they pretty up. much make a living just filming planes, like plane spot at LAX. They they all Google that LAX plane watching. There is live feed almost all the time being commentated. You think commentating Second Life wrestling oh, matches? Yeah. And is, they they know. Obviously, you can look it up. But they know where the plane's gone, where it's going but, to. These, this what guy, kind of plane it is? You would have thought. Yeah, but there's an app for that. You can go ahead and download the yeah, app. You can yeah, see yeah, everything. You should have heard the sounds this guy was making when a double decker A380. international a Airbus what? Airbus A380. Oh, for Christ's sake! You should have heard the sounds this guy was making. God, I hope <laughs> it was basically it was the edge of his seat. Whether whether the plane would make a left and go Some on the gesturing. runway that was by the camera, or whether the plane would make a right and go on the runway that wasn't by the camera. Bradley, have you ever like, been in the cockpit? I have not. Was there, oh, was been in the <laughs> I've seen a cockpit. <laughs> have you ever seen a grown <laughs> man naked? I've of one, but he's not. <laughs> I've stared one right in the So the, 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 I guess the cool thing about being old is you've got lots of stories. <laughs> <laughs> so that same, that same uh, fourth ex-wife um, uh-huh was a stewardess at Continental Airlines, which was since became some other airline way back when. But um, back in the old days, she took me to Australia. We got to go to Australia for $17. That's all we had to pay because she was a stewardess. And back then, the pilots flew with the door open, and I got to go up in the cockpit. (laughs) How how long were you missing? Sit on the pilot's lap? Yeah, I did. (laughs) Jerry was kidnapped and taken to Australia. How Somehow long, the cartel. How, how many milk cartons were you on, Jerry? <laughs> Just the chocolate milk. We're, we're learning a lot. Yeah. We're looking through. We're Every time Jerry's on the show, we learn a lot. Yeah, we're piecing. <laughs> I've got string and I've got pictures and I have a whiteboard. Every time you appear on this show, I'm going to figure that you're passed out. Oh, work on it. Work on it. We got a lot of ways that, to go. What's the Netflix show? Um, the hell. I was thinking more of the movie uh, that movie, movie Ozark. Star. Nobody, you no, are the movie you Mr. Are, nobody, you are the guy from Ozark. Or Ozark. I haven't watched that one. I'll have to check it out. It's yeah. a guy that was really good with uh, financial stuff and white collar, and he he uh, cooks the books for the cartel for drug deals. Ozark is. Yeah. Oh, I'm definitely going to watch it because yeah. that's your that's your past. Yeah, it's that's based me. on you. I know it is. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> you thought you could hide in sim racing. <laughs> no, 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 I'm being found out. Cover's blown. We're too smart for that. Oh, Jesus. Well, I hope everybody's ready for Bathurst because we're sure as hell not. Uh, but that's going to be us next week. Uh, next week's show, we've got some guests coming on uh, over the next couple weeks. Derek DeBoer from the Racers Group in GT4 America will be joining us over the next couple weeks. And Elliot Whitfield from Oper- or Operation Motorsport Beneficiary embedded with Team Hardpoint Porsche at Daytona in the Daytona 24. We met him in the pits, had a chat. We got a video of that on the social media Instagram. And he's going to join us on the show for a bit to talk about his experience in the U.S. military with Operation Motorsport and at Daytona 24 with Team Hardpoint. Uh, so as always, check us out at IntoTheApex.com. New website coming, by the way. I'll tease that. Uh, much better than what we got, but it's not terrible. Uh, and uh, much better. F1 Fantasy coming probably in the next couple weeks on Grid Rival this year. So go on to your app store and look up Grid Rival. Uh, and download, go ahead and download that because that's where we're going to be exclusively this year for F1 Fantasy with hopefully some special guest people on there. Uh, so stay tuned for that. And if you're on Discord or you have never gotten Discord, you should get it. Another app for your phone uh, on IntoTheApex.com is a link to join us on Discord and uh, talk with us. Uh, but I appreciate you guys joining us. Jerry, how are you doing in the race right now? Have you wrecked yet? You're still winning? So I was uh, just cruising right along. I got sideswiped, pushed down in the infield in a big uh, hazard, but didn't cause a yellow. Um, I saved the car. I have a little bit of damage, but uh, I am running P9 uh, right now with uh, about 20 seconds back from the leaders, unfortunately. But we are running faster. We've grouped up. We'll see if we can make up some time here in the next uh, 12 laps. Well, Jerry, good luck and Godspeed in your race. Uh, and, <laughs> hey, uh, thanks for having me, letting me multitask. Yeah. Clear outside, Jerry. You, Clear you, outside. You could tell a hell of a story while you drive it at, at uh, whatever wherever you're at. I don't even remember. funny part is I'm having to reach down and click my mouse to mute so you don't oh, hear yeah. my crew chief the whole time. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're not. You're screwed. Or you're doing a really good job and need a promotion. It's impressive. Well, we're glad to have everybody here. We'll be back next week with Mr. Gregor if he uh, makes it out of customs. And Bradley, I think, is about to go fly a drone over somebody's house on Flight Simulator. That's not a joke. Uh, So until next time, this has been Into the Apex. You've been listening to Into the Apex. Apex. Presented by Mad Sim Racing. Follow and join the team at madsimracing.com.